Welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. Organized team activities are set to start on Monday this week, and the Seahawks offense has the potential for a different look with new offensive coordinator Shane Waldron. After a disappointing end to the season last year, the Seahawks decided to part ways with former offensive coordinator Brian Schottenheimer. And just two weeks later, the Seahawks hired former Rams passing game coordinator Shane Waldron as the team's new OC. Waldron says he intends to keep a few concepts from the team's past offenses, as has been the case for other Seahawks coordinators in the past, but sees the change as an opportunity for the offensive staff to reevaluate how they use each player. I have a core set of beliefs that I'm going to stick to, uh, but we're going to build this thing together. And I think that, you know, the one thing with with uh, Russell and with the rest of the, the players that are on this team, you know, they, they have a great foundation and have won a lot of football games together. So there, there will there be parts of stuff that carries over? Absolutely. Because there's there's been some great things that they've done in the past. But for me, I'm, I'm really more worried about 2021. And, you know, there's a lot of things in the past that, that we all learn from. And I think we grow from those experiences. But really everything moving forward is going to be all about about this year and how this group of players fits together, how this group of co- uh, coaches fit together, and, and how we can attack that with that competitive mindset. Waldron sees two elements as key to his offense, keeping an aggressive attacking mindset and maintaining a balanced attack on the ground and in the air. We're going to be a balanced offense that's going to have that ability to, to create explosive plays with that attacking mindset. You know, we want to be the one that, the foot's on the gas pedal. Uh, we're going. And I know I'm sure some of these questions will come up, the tempo and all that different stuff. Well, hey, there's going to be a wide variety of, of of pieces to this offense, but that mindset is never going to change. And how we get to that is really going to be all based on the players. The balanced approach is really how I uh, how I want to view this thing. And I think that that's, that's what really blends, you know, the ability to play good complementary football where whether it's running the ball or, or understanding how the defense is uh, playing in, in, a, in different games versus different offensive systems, how the special teams are playing, and having that balanced approach that's able to adjust and adapt depending on, on the style of the game or, or what uh, maybe the score might dictate in any particular game. And I think the, uh, the great part about uh, Russell Wilson within this system is he does have a, an ability to do a lot of different things. And, you know, just because it's a, you know, I'm saying that it's a balanced attack, doesn't mean that that's a uh, conservative t- attack. So I, I don't ever want to get that confused. So that'll really be the, uh, you know, the core philosophy that we we live by as far as the, the starting point with, you know, run versus pass versus, you know, any other schematic things we want to get into. We want to have that balanced approach. The Portland, Oregon native also emphasizes the fundamental aspects of the game. Number two is, is we're going to be a fundamentally sound offense. You know, I think, uh, you know, from the start of peewee football all the way up to the professional level, uh, it's, it's, it's a great game and it's always based on fundamentals. And I don't think that can get lost uh, just because, you know, you're, you're getting higher and higher up as far as the competition and the, and the level of players. So it's going to be a fundamentally sound group uh, that's going to be bought in together, working well together. And, and uh, you know, we're not going to let a day go by where we're not working on one of the fundamental core beliefs of our offense whether it's blocking, whether it's catching the ball, it's the uh, exact detail in which we're going to take a handoff or the exact detail in which we're going to run a route. While Waldron emphasizes fundamentals and having a balanced offense, he affirms that his offense is by no means boring or conservative. 
He says he keeps track of creative schemes developing at every level in the football world that he could potentially implement. I think you always need to have a pulse of the league and, and not just the league, but college football and, and high school football. Cause there's a, you know, I have a belief that, you know, you can see some of the most creative football at the high school level, and then it trickles up to the college level and then up to the pros, because, you know, you're talking about some scenarios in, in those settings where they're, the playing field is not always equal. Aside from scheme creativity, there is another trend in football, which Waldron likes to keep track of analytics. Seahawks fans may hope that this will influence Pete Carroll's often head-scratching fourth-down decisions, but Waldron insists his approach isn't all numbers. You know, like anything, this this game's always evolving, right? And it's you always have to have that ability as a coach to adapt to to new new technologies, new ways of looking at things, and always approaching that with an open mind. And and my philosophy with the analytical approach is that I think there's some great things that have really opened up. Uh, our eyes as coaches as to to what some approaches can be in, in different scenarios. But I also think there is at, at the uh, in certain scenarios within the game, there's that great balance of what do the analytics uh, potentially tell you to do in that situation versus also what's the feel in the game and what are the variables that have changed uh, from a personnel standpoint within the game that, that might lead you to some different decisions, whether it's a, uh, a, a chance on fourth down to go for it you know, uh, to me, I don't, I just think there's always a collaboration on those decisions. And I love using the analytics as the starting point and then be able to make smart, sound decisions based on the flow of a football game. It seems Waldron and Carroll are clicking philosophically in many ways. Waldron says he has always appreciated Carroll's coaching acumen. I've always just respected him from afar or from the opposite sideline. Uh, I've never had a chance to really uh, interact with him before they, uh, before Seattle had reached out. Uh, to start this interview process. So uh, that, that was really the way this thing started. And, you know, my first experience uh, going against Coach Carroll was not a positive one. I was, I was fortunate to work with Charlie Weiss at Notre Dame as a graduate assistant when he was in his uh, USC days. And, you know, he, he got the better of us a, a couple times there. So but that that was uh, really the start of my really appreciation for him and, and as a head coach and as a, as a person but it's all, all been from afar, and, and now this has been a chance to really start to develop that relationship. In his meeting with the media after he was hired, he also talked at length about his interview process with Coach Pete. You know, over the course of several days, we, we spoke, uh, had some great conversations, starting with philosophy, uh, starting with the, you know, our, my history, and, and really taking it all the way through things that he believed in. And, and at the end of this thing, really just making sure that, that we were aligned in, in how we view the game, how we view uh, things moving forward. And, you know, one of the big things that, that I was excited about is just always seeing from, from the outside looking in and, and knowing, I feel like I'm coming from a, a football culture that was, that was unbelievable, you know, with the people and the, the way everyone interacted and, and the things that, that I was able to be lucky enough to be a part of with the Rams, uh, but always seeing like, Hey, the, that, that, Seattle team has seems like they have a lot of the same core beliefs and then getting a chance to talk to to Pete about uh, you know his desire to just to feel the team that's that's always based on that mindset of competing and uh, you know that that's such a, a key and, and critical factor in this and not just saying you're going to compete but making everything that you're doing every day uh, some form of a competition to look to improve and and how we're going to get there you know, this is where I, I think speaking with him about, you know, the development of people 
and uh, trying to bring out the best version of everyone's self uh, is something that's really, you know, hits home for me. Uh, it's something I really believe in where, you know, it is a team game, but there's a lot of different special individuals uh, that, that make up a team. And, and so we talked a lot about, you know, working together and, and figuring out how you, you know, you can bring out the best version of every individual in the building. Um, and I, I'm looking forward to, to the players and the coaches doing the same for me and, and Coach Carroll, where we're all in this thing together and, and working towards that, that common, common goal. So one of the interesting things now going back and re-listening to this interview is knowing that it actually took place before Russell Wilson went on the Dan Patrick show and talked about wanting to be more involved in personnel decisions. Shane talks about his discussions with the Seahawks franchise quarterback coming up next. Before the break, the Seahawks new offensive coordinator Shane Waldron talked about his discussions with Coach Carroll. But he also talked to quarterback Russell Wilson during the process, and he offered up some of his general takeaways from their discussion. You know, our conversations really have centered around, uh, you know, just who we are as people, you know, because you're, you're in a room with the, some, some guys for, for a lot of hours every day when that season gets rolling. And I think uh, that that compatible uh, personality, you know, he seems like he has this, un, you know, unrelenting desire to be better. To, to be the best that he can be. Uh, so I think, uh, you know, when we started talking about those things, that's where it was uh, some really fun conversations. And, you know, a lot of those details I'll, I'll leave between uh, him and I, but th those are the things that, that we really talked about. And like I said, it's, it's, a, it's a relationship-based business. So the, the starting point for him and I was just trying to build that relationship, see how, how we would interact together. And, and uh, you know, when you're able to, 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 to sit there and have conversations that are natural and, and fluid and, and talk about everything and not just football. I think that's a great foundation for where this, where this, uh, this relationship can go. Waldron says he is thrilled with the opportunity to have Wilson leading his offense. Yeah. He's a, he's an exciting guy to get to work with. Uh, you know, he's a guy that uh, just like uh, coach Carroll, just that, that utmost uh, respect from afar, from the opposite sideline, you know, a guy that, Anytime it, it, in any situation in the game when, you know, I've been on the offensive side of the ball, but you peek up and you're just saying, man, at, at any point, this guy can explode and, and create a game winning play. And, you know, he's the type of quarterback that, you know, I, I, which I which I love that I don't think there's any scenario that he's probably entered in life where he thought he was going to fall short. And, you know, he's got that mindset that he's going to be the best. Uh, he's going to attack every day, uh, preparing himself to be the best. And that that's really the uh, the exciting part about it, you know, from a uh, positional standpoint, you know, he can make every throw you need to make. He can run any part of any offense that, that you want to get to. And and so I think the best thing for, for us is going to be really finding out, you know, with this marriage, you know, where, where we fit together, what things he loves, what things uh, fit offensively and 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 then moving forward from there. But I couldn't be more excited to work with him. Of course, being an offensive coordinator doesn't come without pressure, but Waldron seems unfazed. In, in my mind, pressure's earned. And so there, there is pressure in this business. It's a, uh, it's a business that's driven by results. And so the way I look at that is I'm excited that to, uh, you know, to have had people that have supported me along the way that have put me in a, a position that, that I can have a chance to, to go and, and earn uh, the right to call these plays 
And like I said, that that pressure is a privilege and it's part of it and, and something that I'm never going to shy away from and always going to and always want to go with that attacking mindset. Although he has coached for the Patriots, the football team and the Rams, Waldron has never called plays in the NFL before. He says he's ready for this challenge, too. It's a great challenge and it's a challenge that I've been preparing for my whole life. And so I, I think it's one of those things that I'm, I'm ready to get going with and, and excited to attack that opportunity. Uh, I've learned a ton from Sean along the way uh, with, with that play calling experience. He's, he's allowed me the, the opportunity to do it in, in different settings, whether it's the preseason or, or scrimmages or practices. So I've had a, a, a little uh, hand in it that way, uh, knowing that that's obviously not the, the real deal and there's going to be uh, that opportunity here coming up. But like I said, I, I, it's just one of those things where I feel like, you know, the, the, I'm a, I'm a guy that likes to prepare. I want to be organized. I want to have a, a really consistent approach. And to, in my mind that, that, that preparation began a long time ago and, and I can't wait for this chance to go ahead and, and do it. Waldron talked about how he was able to bring a familiar face with him from Los Angeles. Andy Dickerson, who worked on the offensive staff with Waldron for the Rams is the Seahawks' new run game coordinator. I would say uh, probably had a little influence on, on him making his way up to Seattle. Uh, he's been a, not only a great friend, but a, a great coach that I've had a chance to work with for a lot of years, you know, going all the way back to, uh, in, you know, some intern days in New England. And uh, then we were uh, apart from each other, but always stayed in touch. Uh, we have a great circle of uh, chain of friends that have been a part of a uh, our lives through, through all these uh, coaching stops. And so Andy and I have been able to continue both a friendship and a, and a coaching relationship, you know, dating all the way back to the, uh, the late nineties, I guess. And so uh, when there was a chance for uh, me to have a, a, you know, talking with coach Carol, Hey, is there someone that we can potentially bring with you that would, that would be uh, instrumental in helping you uh, uh, in this transition? You know, my, my first, my first uh, thought was Andy. How the offense is going to look under Shane Waldron is going to be the biggest question mark going into this season. And a big part of that is because this is the first time Pete Carroll's made the change to someone without play calling experience. Daryl Bevel was offensive coordinator for the Vikings before joining the Seahawks. Brian Schottenheimer had had play calling experience in the NFL before joining in the Seahawks. So it's a big departure from what Pete has done in the past with this move and how it's going to impact the team. I don't think we're going to know until we start seeing plays called during the regular season. So a big thanks to Wilson Khan for producing this episode. You can follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore Khan, C-O-N-N. You can follow me on Twitter at SeahawkersPod. And we're going to be doing a live show this Sunday at 9 a.m. Pacific. So you can wake up with the show. Clinton and I are going to be doing a series of live three in, three out episodes. And we're going to be talking about the top three players at each position within the NFC West. So join us live. Get your feedback into the show. Lockerroom.app. You can search for my name, Brandon, B-R-A-N-D-A-N. I'm also the username at Hakra in the Locker Room app. Follow me there. Looking forward to seeing you when we go live. And until then, go Hawks. Hawks.